It's December 22nd, and this is... Catherine and Catherine! Wow! Wow! Uh, this is a little podcast we like to call Catherine and Catherine. My name is Helena. My name is Eliza. And this is Catherine and Catherine, Yay. the podcast where, yet again... We are talking about <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens. Hi, it's me, Eliza Bellward, your resident uh, Vanessa Hudgens expert. We should call it Catherine, Catherine, and Vanessa at this point. <laughs> you know that bit in Heather's The Musical where they're like, Heather, 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 Veronica, in our life it's Catherine, <laughs> Catherine, Catherine, Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> full name. You got to do the full name. Oh, yeah. Or V-Hudge. Baby V. Um. I'm raring to fucking go. What uh, what movie are we talking about today? Oh, Helena. Oh, no. A juicy little flick. Ooh. That I watched once when it came out, and then literally five minutes ago. She's fresh. Basically, we're talking about transatlantic time travel teleportation. We're, watch- we're talking about a n- the night, the night before Christmas. Now, don't the think night. all through the house. This is night with a K, bitches. We're switching the tables on you. A little bit of wordplay. If you saw a movie called The Knights Before Christmas, what would you assume is going to happen, Helena? I'd assume it's it's like right before Christmas. Um, There's the night. (laughs) And uh, I don't know. He comes in and maybe like like similar to The Nightmare Before Christmas, he like murders Mm -hmm. Santa with his lance. And then... Um, tries to take over Christmas and is like a dark night. Um, and then the little elves, um, led by little elf V Hudge, take him down. But also, he's hot. You're gonna be disappointed. Ah, fuck. Gonna <laughs> say that off the bat. Now we open this movie with some Chronicles of Narnia ass shit, like string music, big old vistas of snow, camera shooting across, panning shots, helicopter shots, wide angles, snow. We could only be in one place. I like that your association with snow shots is Narnia. Articles of Narnia, yeah. You know those <laughs> wide-angle snow shots of like the camera going and the like string orchestrated music? It's Chronicles of Narnia. Except we're not in That's Narnia. Great. We're in the only other place we could be. Norwich. Canada. Oh, Norwich. Damn. Norwich. Oh no, does Baby V do a accent in this? No, but she does some weird things with her voice. I have a theory about Baby V in this movie that I'll get to. Ooh. So we're in Norwich, England. It says Norwich, mm-hmm. England, December 18th, 1334. Whoa. 1334, 13, you say? What a very specific year. I hope they were accurate when describing things from 1334. I feel like spoilers they're not going to be. Welp, here we go. <laughs> you see the biggest CGI castle you've ever seen in your life. Oh, hell yeah. Um, everyone is running around and everyone's like, oh, we love being English and poor. Look at the knights. We're glad the knights are here. That's what I did when I was in England. I ran around and I was like, oh, I'm so glad to be English and poor. <laughs> well, it's a good thing the knights weren't there because otherwise you would have blown your lid because the knights are here That's and the true. knights are like, ah, a good soft wind. Which, you know, <laughs> we all like. We all like a, a good, good soft wind. wind. Better Those than a hard bad hard winds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, we have... um. The, the two knights are talking and one of them wants a good soft wind and the other one is looking for Cedric and Hedges because those are two names Cedric that Diggory? sound English. No. Yeah, that's some fair. guy named Cedric and some guy named Hedges. I'm going to picture it as Robert Pattinson. I hope that's okay. I that's picture most interesting people as Robert because, Pattinson. Uh, that is what Jake said. He went, is that Robert Pattinson? And then went, oh, no. <laughs> Great minds, man. Yeah. Great minds think of Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Great minds think of Orpats. Anyway, they can't find Cedric and Hodges in time for the annual hawk- Christmas hawking competition. These knights are raring to go. They're ready for this annual Christmas hawking competition. We love a hawk. Um, what's hawking? Uh, following a hawk and... You just follow Bring them back a prize. <laughs> okay. I wasn't sure if it was like shooting hawks or something like that. No, I wasn't like, could ready not for tell that. you. Could be, could be. Okay. We never find out. They never explain what hawking is. They explain lots of other things, but they never explain what hawking is. Um, a little comment on this castle: it is full mm-hmm. of glass. Back in the day, not so much a thing. But moving quickly on, the hawking competition is about to restart, and they release the falcon. 
<laughs> you know what they say? What do they say? Knights, Christmas, Christmas knights in glass castles can't throw hawks. <laughs> they gotta throw falcons instead. <laughs> you know? That no, I'm not. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sitting here being like, I fact check the bird because I don't know about birds. <laughs> I'm I'm not sure what a bird is. I didn't look at the bird and go, that's not a hawk, I'm that's not a falcon. Sure what a bird is. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch it and go, hey, they lied about that bird. That ain't no hawk, that's a falcon. One of them says, we must be prepared for the annual Christmas hawking competition. And then somebody else is like, the king's falcon is released. So <laughs> I don't know the difference between a hawk and a falcon. Birds yeah. aren't real. Well, I know they have different names, so I assume they're different birds. Anyway, very quickly, as soon as the Christmas hawk gets released and the knights go off to hunt the hawk, really quick, we leave England and we're all of a sudden in Bracebridge, Ohio. It's December 18th, 2019. <laughs> and we're introduced Ohio, to... Ohio, uh, the Christmiest, Christmasiest of all states. Super Christmassy, shot in Ireland. <laughs> It's Ireland or Canada, man. We yeah, both man. like come from the cutest little Christmas places in the whole world. But also the ones that are super cheap to film in. And also Ay. impressive landscapes. Ay. And also mm. don't hire any of the actors from the local area. No. Shit's Creek hired from Canada. And that's why we'll never that's discuss Shit's Creek on this podcast. Because that is one of the best shows ever in the world. And oh, I cannot mock God, it. So good. Very invested. I cried a lot. <laughs> anyway, back to the shit film that won't make you cry. Yes. Right, back. Okay. Um, Teacher V is very perplexed, and we get a very good close-up of Vanessa Hudgens looking confused. She's a teacher? She's a teacher. She's one of the, like, four professions they allow women to have in mm-hmm. Hallmark movies? Yes. Not a florist or a baker nope. or an nope. interior designer? She's nope. a teacher. Oh, you forgot event photographer. Oh, <laughs> yes. Wedding event planner, photographer. event photographer. Yeah. Wedding photographer. Very good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Teacher V is perplexed by the midterm of her student. And her student is like, I'm really sorry, I'm failing my exams. I got broken up with and I'm really sad. How old is this kid? Uh, I'm going to say 13, 14, maybe. Okay, heartbreak of a century. Understand. Yeah. yeah, 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 like really sad. Um, Baby V basically schools her and is like, hey, true love isn't real. <laughs> but all the princes are frogs. There's an epidemic of frogs at the minute. Nobody's really a prince. Frog epidemic is actually... Frogdemic! Yeah, frogdemic, <laughs> man. Um, and she like just sits this little kid down and is like, "Hey, don't believe in true love. It's not real. Let's not Fuck, let this guy mess so up your sad. near perfect GPA." And then we learn what her name is. Is it Holly? No, it's Brooke Winters. Ew, ew. I wish it was Holly. That'd be better. Brooke Winters is like a cop out name. It is a cop out name. But then we're deep in the woods of Norwich. Quickly, follow me. We're deep in the woods of Norwich. And that's actually what it says at the bottom of the screen. It says deep in the woods of Norwich later on, December 19th, 1338. Yes, we're deep in the woods of Norwich. And our little princey guy, sorry, not a prince, wrong movie. Our little night guy (laughs) is walking around these Christmassy woods. And this mysterious woman appears from behind the trees. And he goes, Hello, <laughs> which I enjoyed very much because it reminded me of that bit in Twilight where Robert Pattinson turns <laughs> to Bella and goes, hello. <laughs> it's the best line of the whole movie. He goes, hello. Hello. <laughs> I didn't get so a chance creepy. to introduce myself the other day. Um, Edward Cullen? Edward Cullen? Edward Cullen? <laughs> He's not quite sure. He's not sure. I mean, he's been alive a long time. Maybe he's had to change his name a lot. Who knows? But anyway, so he goes, <laughs> hello. And this guy does a very Edward Cullen-esque hello, but it's more of a hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm from England. I'm from Norwich. Hello. This is um, the traditional Norwich accent. RP. <laughs> Um, so he says that he's Sir Cole Christopher Frederick Lyons at the service of this old lady and he's really worried about this old lady Um, he's been very considerate he keeps being like oh we need to get you out of the cold it's very cold poor you come with me we'll get you out of the cold you can ride on me horse and I'll show you the way and she's like oh because you've been so kind to me I'll tell you that your quest will begin today your dreams of flying (sighs) steel dragons and horses and magic boxes that make merry you're going to become a true knight. They keep talking about magic boxes that make merry. Keep that in your head. Okay. Is this a mysterious old person that may or may not be Santa? 
or related to Santa? Yes. So okay. she's all Got like, it. ooh, your quest will begin today. You're going to become a true knight. Because he's been a fake-ass knight up to this point. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? You're not a real knight. You dress the thing, you talk the talk, but you don't walk the walk. You're a shit knight. Back in old 1300, I'm testing your history knowledge here. Back in old 1300, what what did you have to do to be a knight? Because like, now anybody is a knight. You had to start off as a page. You become a page, then you okay. become a squire, then you would usually become kind of like a manservant dude, and you'd work your way up to knighthood. But you're only able to be a knight if you're a member of, like, a noble family. Okay, Game of Thrones kind of style. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Got it, got it. You know Merlin? Oh my god, yes, I know Merlin. Of course I know Merlin. Yeah. <laughs> got it, it's Merlin. like Merlin. Okay. Yeah. I hope Colin Morgan is listening to this. Oh my god, imagine. Wow. <laughs> he should be a knight. Queenie, a hit knight. him up. Hit him up with a knightship. <laughs> I'm going to picture the prince as Colin Morgan from now on. That's um, fair. The prince of the night. Yeah, I would picture him more as Arthur because he's got like that blonde kind of shaggy hair. This is slightly curlier because he's like a sweet little boy. No, it's going to be Colin Morgan with a wig. <laughs> <laughs> Tangent on Colin Morgan. I did once manage to convince a six-year-old that I was dating Colin Morgan because I lived in Ireland. And uh, I made up a very and elaborate story <laughs> Therefore. about meeting Colin Morgan in Trinity outside the library and it being like love at first sight. And this kid was like, really? And I was like, yes, <laughs> me and Colin Morgan have been what in a love good lie for two years. Child. And she was like, I don't believe you. So then she walked around this party, kept asking adults if she really dated Colin Morgan. And she went up to my dad and my dad was like, well, I don't know. I'm not keeping track. <laughs> Alan coming in clutch. And I think for a second, my dad really thought that I could have been dating Colin Morgan. Does he know who Colin Morgan is? No. He probably just thought Colin Morgan was the name was of some, some guy. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My dad struggles That's to sweet. remember my full name. <laughs> That's true. He gave you so many. I know. That's not him. Um, but anyway, back to back to the deep in the woods of Norwich. Um, mm-hmm. the 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 lady, the old lady, is like, "Gosh, you're such a nice guy. Here's a magic medallion, and bro, you better be back by midnight on Christmas, or you're gonna miss your brother's knighting." And then, after being so kind and so sweet, he yells at her and he calls her old crone. Why? Because he's super sweet, and it's definitely not insulting to call a woman an old crone. He never asked her name. I'm so confused. She's not old either. She's just wearing a white wig, and he's like, "Old crone." But anyway, why? He's magicked away. He's magicked and he's magicked to this Whoa. like Christmassy land and a sick like bass version of the Sugar Plum Fairy is playing in the background. It's like and he's looking around and he's really intrigued by the merry-go-round and he's like, "Whoa, what the fuck is this? There's chunk of lights everywhere and mysterious old lady Mrs. Old Crone the mysterious old crone is sat there as Mrs. Claus and she's watching him and then Baby V walks past and she oodles Baby V. She's looking at Baby V and Baby V is just walking her little niece around this like Christmas town. When you say walking her niece, do you mean like a dog? <laughs> kind of. She holds her hood at one point. Baby V is one of those parents that put their children on leashes. So then we have a really quite long scene where we know that they're going to meet because of course they're going to meet. That's been set up, but they keep walking past each other. Baby V keeps talking to her niece about how her niece has got to brush her teeth. Mrs. Claus is just oogling everyone she looks on. Um, And then some gal runs up to the knight, Cole. His name is Cole. Remember that, that very British name. Cole. Cole. Cole and Morgan, of course. Mm -hmm. He runs up to Cole and Morgan and goes, can we take a selfie? And he goes, prithee, what might that be? Prithee? And he's walking around being super British and old timey. And Mm -hmm. Baby V is standing in line to see Mrs. Claus with her niece. And she keeps uh, talking to this guy in front of her and all his kids. And she's like, hey, how you doing? He's like, oh, making the best of it. It's kind of a weird conversation. And then the kid goes to sit with Mrs. Claus and the kid is like, I want a bike. And then the dad is like, so sad. And Santa's like, oh, maybe not a bike this year because these kids are poor and that's really being hammered down our throat. Just random kids. They're just hammering down our throat the fact that there are Mm -hmm. random children here that are poor. 
Yeah, there's like this poor family that they really like. Okay. Do they come back or is that just? Yeah, no, they come back. We get we get okay. to know more about them, except we about don't get to know family. about anything other than the fact that they're poor, and that's okay, like a big cool. deal. That's the, the only factor that matters. Got it. Mm-hmm. But also, what matters is that Baby V's ex is at the fair. <gasps> oh, her ex-boyfriend wow. James. 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 One single James. One single James is here, and he's here to make Baby V uncomfortable. And then it's Baby V's niece's turn to go up and ask Santa for something, and she asks for a puppy. And then she asks, "Can you bring my aunt Brooke a new boyfriend? Someone really nice who won't <laughs> cheat on her." Which is like dark. This child understands the concept of adultery. Yeah. And told Santa that her aunt yeah. got cheated on. Oh, know? shit. And uh, Santa's kind of awkward, but then mysterious old crow and Mrs. Claus is like, oh, you never know what could happen at Christmas. Mm. And then Baby V and her, her niece are like, okay, let's go get some hot chocolate. And they walk right past Sir Cole, who goes right up to Mrs. Claus and goes, old crone, and turns her around, and it's someone else! Whoa! And then Baby V spills hot chocolate all over the night, and he calls it mead. <laughs> He's like, ooh, what's this amazing mead? They should have more mead stands, like, around during the holidays. Mead is lit. Mead is, like, made with honey? Yeah. As a tie-in to our previous episode, uh, Dylan Sprouse has a craft meadery, and that's his profession. Sorry? <laughs> He's now a professional craft meter. Is that enough to, like, have I don't know. He also made a weird short film called Daddy that I haven't seen, so. Isn't he also in, like, another movie recently, and everyone was like, oh, shit, Dylan Sprouse got hot. He was always hot. Yeah, but everyone was always like, oh, Cole Sprouse over Dylan Sprouse, and now everyone's like, oh, Nah, it's always been Dylan Sprouse, because he has long hair, and everyone should look like Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) That's your hot take. Everyone should look like Jesus. That is my hot take of the day. Welcome to Lena's hot take of the day. (laughs) Everyone should look like Jesus. Man, woman, child, dog, everyone should look like Jesus. Okay. Um, Well, then Baby V drops some knowledge on us, because she lets us know... That kids who grow up with pets are happier, healthier, and have more emotional intelligence, which she conveniently says to her sister, because her sister is like, hey, kid, you're not getting a puppy. And Aunt Brooke and Baby V is like, wait, hey, wait, wait, wait. have a pup. How, yes. how did we get here? I thought he, she was just spilling some meat on the hot guy. Yeah, and then they kind of look at each other for a bit, and then she walks away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And she meets her sister. I'm caught I'm caught and her sister, quote, says, who's the steel-cut hottie you were talking to? Because let's oh, not forget, this guy is walking around in his armor, and so now is a steel-cut hottie. And then all of a sudden, we cut quickly to it's snowing, because this movie cuts quickly all the time. So it's snowing, and it's really they've really made it clear that it's snowing heavily. And just to really hammer it home, they let us know that it's forecast for heavy snow tonight. <laughs> in case we couldn't see. Cool. And then she runs him over. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> yes. In her car? Yep, she hits him with her car, and he goes, E-gads! Which was not a phrase then. (laughs) That's what I say when I get hit by a car. Mm -hmm. So she runs out of the car, and she's like, oh, man, I hit you with my car. Are you okay? And he's like, yeah, you didn't hurt me with your steel horse. And then even though nobody is around and nobody called the police, the police rock up, and the sirens are going. And she's like, oh, man, my friendly police officer friend that I'm friends with. Um, I think I hit this guy with my car and I think he's hit I his think? head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. And he's like, I'm looking for my dog, Sherwood. Now, for the longest time, it really sounds like he's saying Sherwood. Like Sherwood Forest, because that would make yeah. sense. Because Britain, England, you know, yeah. Sherwood Forest. Yeah, oldie stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And off they go to hospital. And he drops his magic amulet. And Baby V looks oh, so stoned in this scene. <laughs> Maybe she was. Get it, Baby V. This is my running theory about Baby V in this movie, is that she was just baked the whole time. That sounds great. Like, what yeah. a gig, man. Get paid a bajillion dollars to hang out with a hot guy, be stoned as fuck, eat some Christmas cookies, Break some t- laws of time travel. You know, it's the Christmas yeah. dream, really. A Christmas dream. The next Vanessa Hudgens Christmas movie. <laughs> you heard it here first. 
Um, but anyway, he comes out of hospital and they're like, oh, his MRI came back fine. He's like, yes, I escaped your torture machine, your torture tunnel. And then she's like, oh, Cole, I'm really glad that you're okay. And he goes, Sir Cole. And she goes, oh, Sir, Sir Cole? Sir Cole? Okay. Except the way she says it, it really sounds like she's saying circle. Circle? Oh, yeah, it's like circle. The shape. My guy, uh, circle. Sir Cole? Circle? You want to learn how to say Sir Cole? Like baby V, just say circle. So she's saying his name like Cole. Yeah, circle. And the policeman is like, oh, um, he's been hit by the car, and we think he has amnesia because he thinks he's a knight from the 14th century. So until Ooh. his memory comes back, we're going to take this invalid to crash in one of the cells because we don't know where he lives. So he's just going to stay in the police house. Because that's the solution to everything. I don't know what to do with this person. Let's put them in jail. But he makes sure as well to be like, oh, even though we're going to take this guy off to the pokey, I'm coming to your feast, your Christmas Eve feast, and your dad would be <laughs> proud of you for making the feast. <laughs> let me let me incarcerate your friend, but don't worry, I'm still coming to make so that you can make food for me. Yeah, and she's like, oh, I'm so <laughs> glad you're coming to the Christmas Eve feast, but like, don't put him in a cell. I've got an empty guest house. House. On a teacher's salary? House. Yep. I'm on a teacher's what? salary. I can't afford a house. Um, but then he gets in the car with her and he's super chill about getting he's super chill about meeting all of these strangers and getting in their cars. Cool. And he figures out driving really quickly. He's like, Oh, I genuinely believe this is a horse, but I get that the steering wheel is the reins and you're doing something with your feet. That's what you should be doing. When yeah. you go for your driver's test at some point, you just need to picture that it's <laughs> It's a horse. It's one giant steel horse. Yeah, you'll be set. You'll pass right away. He understands how to do all the buttons with like the music because she puts on the radio and he's like, oh, these magical musical minstrels. Where are they coming from, these minstrels? And he gets how to like skip songs and pull songs and everything and it's really good. And then he accidentally opens the sunroof and some snow falls in and he says, good jammers. <laughs> that classic English phrase. Good jammers. Good jammers. Uh, and then they arrive at Baby V's house, and once again, the Twinkle Lights budget is astounding. She has a whole walkway, hey. and all along this walkway are different, like, light-up Rudolphs and reindeer and, like, trees and everything is lit up. On a teacher's salary. I haven't. On a teacher's salary. So she walks past her house <laughs> to her guest house, um, and he, she slips in the ice, and he catches her, and he says, steady now, m'lady, and she says, m'lady is steady and good to go. <laughs> Which is not going to be my next pickup line if I ever need one. <laughs> Refer to yourself in third person and as milady. Milady mm -hmm. is steady and good to go. Hey. Um, and then we get a classic moment of someone from back in the day being afraid of fridges. And then he tells someone, I hearken from Norwich. I was knighted by King Edward III. Six Christmases passed. That would have been when Edward was 15. Huh. Checked it. Edward III was king at that time, but only just. They only just got huh. it right. Interesting. Maybe he was, like, pals with him. Because, like, how old is this guy? Uh, oh, like, this guy is... Mm, 30? Like 35? <laughs> okay. No, a little bit less than that. Like, 20, 28 to 33 is the bracket I'm putting in. Okay. But, yeah, six Christmases passed. He got knighted by a 15-year-old killer. <laughs> Um, he Moving doesn't understand the concept of an ex because Vanessa Hudgens is like, oh, I'll give you some of my ex's clothes. And he's like, thank you. And she's like, oh, don't thank him. I'm not with him anymore. He's my ex. He turned out, as the kids would say, he turned out to be, as the kids would say, a real douche. And then the guy says, I see. Whilst you fetch the douche's garments, might I inquire after a tub and a cauldron so that I may boil some water? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is it because, like, divorce hasn't been invented yet? Mm -hmm. And here's another thing that I want to, like, touch on, is mm -hmm. wouldn't he be way more sexist? Yeah, like, hugely. He would not, like, he'd see her driving, and he'd be like, women don't ride horses, sit down. Yeah, he'd be like, you're wearing pants, V-Hudge, go home. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I can see your ankles, you slut. Yeah. Anyway, then he walks out truly shirtless from his shower, and Baby V also And then she's on the phone to her sister explaining how she's brought a stranger who she ran over into her house. And her sister is he like, hey, this guy could be, he could be a murderer, he could be dangerous. You yeah. don't know who he yeah. is? Apparently he doesn't know who he is because he's got amnesia maybe. And she says, Mads, I've been teaching long enough to know a good apple when I see one. I've been teaching for about five years. Ah. Mm. 
like I trust a lady's intuition. I get that. Sometimes I'm like, ah, in my gut, I know that this person's okay. And sometimes I'm like, ah, in my gut, I know this person is not okay. But is it just because he's pretty? I think it's just because he's pretty. Okay. You know? Oh, baby B. Anyway, he's in the guest house. So she's fine in her house. <laughs> so she's In her fine. mansion. <laughs> and so then uh, she's talking on the phone to her sister. And she's like, everything's fine. Everything's under. And she stops talking because she sees a blazing fire. And she goes, I gotta go. I just realized I got a fire to put out. And he's trying to hunt a skunk. And she whips a fire extinguisher out of I don't even know where. I guess she keeps them because she's got so many fairy lights that she's bound to have a fire at some point. So she just keeps them around the place. Fire safety is important. Fire safety is important, guys. Know where your fire exits are. Um, (laughs) Whilst listening to this podcast. (laughs) If you're trying to hunt a a skunk, know where your fire exit is. (laughs) Then and only then. Then and only then. Baby V is like, you don't need to hunt hunt skunk. Hunt skunk is quite hard to say. Hunt a skunk is not super easy. It also easy. sounds kind of dirty. Yeah. But he's like, I'm just a little bit famished, which also sounds a little bit dirty. And then she takes him to a restaurant and he's super chill just reading a menu. Now, I fact check this. He wouldn't have known how to read. Most people were, yeah. did not know how to read. If they knew how to read, they knew how to read in Latin and only if they were clergymen. So he really would not have known how to read. Not only that, even if there was the slim chance that he did know how to read, fonts would have super confused him because he would have only read penmanship. And Baby V should Hmm. know this because she knows all about penmanship from her role as Gabriella Montez in High School Musical when she comments (laughs) on Sharpay's nice penmanship, which is one of my favorite lines in High School Musical. It's a crossover. Wow. But yeah, this guy shouldn't be able to read the word hot dog, much less say hot dog and yet skunk isn't good enough. And then he talks about how, like, what he would eat. And he's like, oh, I'd eat brown bread, porridge, wild boar. And Baby V looks at him like wild boar is disgusting. Excuse me, wild boar is a common meal in Italy. Fuck you, Vanessa Hudgens. Also, she's probably like eating a hot dog, which is like every part of every confusing animal like they just mm-hmm. they use every weird thing in there wild boars it sounds way better than a hot dog yeah and we don't eat meat we don't i don't eat meat but like i do recommend a wild boar um bolognese like ragu it's really good mm, yum back in the day when i did eat it almost 10 years ago this is a good meal so if you ever have the chance to eat wild boar i recommend have it have some wild it's boar delicious. man also, yeah. I've met a few wild boars because I live near wild boars in Italy, and they are terrifying. Yeah, they're, like, real scary. They're huge and scary, and I've been chased down a hill by one. Anyway, then he gets more hot chocolate, and he freaks out. Uh, he freaks out, and he goes, another one, wench, and everybody looks at him, and they're all like, how dare he? Wait, why does he, he freak out? stare for calling someone a wench. He calls someone a wench, and everyone gives him a really dirty look. Wait, why is he calling someone a wench? He wants I'm more confused. hot chocolate. He wants another okay. round of Hocho. And then I've got a line that says, oh shit, this is my notes. And I've written, oh shit, this guy is a widow. <laughs> I guess he's a widow. He has a dead wife. <laughs> I guess. Um, because Vanessa Hudgens asks him about like his wife and kids, bearing in mind he mm. has amnesia maybe in her, in her world, in her reality, yeah. this guy has amnesia. Um, and apparently he's a widow. And then okay. he says, a knight's first and foremost duty is to honour his king in quest. I looked this up. The duty of a knight was to learn how to fight and serve their lord according to the code of chivalry. So it was nothing mm. about questing. It was about only fighting and fighting for your king. Questo, no questo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it wasn't necessarily your king. It was your lord. Because you would, if you were a knight, you wouldn't automatically serve a king. You would serve a higher up. Like in Game of Thrones, like the Lord of Winterfell. I understand. Exactly. Sean Bean. Um, we got and it. you would follow the code of chivalry, which is real and you can read it. And yet this guy who was supposed to be so old timey and not know what anything is, when Baby V comments on his sweater, he's like, I got you, my hoodie. <laughs> um, so then she brings him back to the guest house and this guest house has a log fire burning in it is covered in fairy Cute. lights and has a fully functioning Alexa and a plasma screen TV again a teacher's salary wow yeah um, and this guy feckin loves Alexa whenever he tries to turn Alexa off he says a non Alexa which I think is really funny <laughs> he also calls I'm it lady Alexa that. 
It's really funny. <laughs> was it Lady Alexa? And he always says, Lady Alexa Play, because he thinks her name is Alexa Play, which is very funny. Is this an ad for Alexa? Yeah, it's very clearly product placement. <laughs> product placement, he goes, got it. Lady Alexa Play. And in fairness, this guy may be from the 1300s, but he understands the temptation to ask Alexa everything about yourself and to try and get Alexa to solve all your problems <laughs> instead of asking Amen. it, like, when were pomegranates available in England? Yeah, Alexa, how what do should I, I have for crack? dinner? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a more important question than what should I have for dinner? <laughs> but more important still than the quest, even more important than his quest that has helped him time travel and make transatlantic teleportation, is a Rob mm-hmm. Lowe Christmas movie set in Africa that is on Netflix. Oh my god, what is it? What is it? I need to watch it right now. Um, oh, I cannot remember the name of it, but Rob Lowe is I'll in look it. it up. Um, wow. I haven't seen it, but this guy, they so they really focus and like close up on the on the Christmas movie on Netflix, and you get lots of shots of Rob Lowe, and then they have a shot of Rob Lowe getting the shift, which is a spoiler Ooh. for the Rob Lowe Christmas movie. So Rob Lowe is huh. getting the shift, and then it cuts to our night boy it cuts to Cole and he like leans forward and he's deeply awed by the way Rob Lowe shifts oh my god he's turned on by Rob Lowe like the rest of the population of the world that makes and sense and now it's December 19th of course <laughs> wait when was it before where were like what what day was it December 18th he's got to be back by Christmas Eve okay or Christmas Day to watch his brother get knighted but it's December yeah. 19th and uh Vanessa Hudgens's sister is here to meet Vanessa Hudgens's detainee charity case human that she is taken into her guest house we don't really understand what the nature of their relationship is but they keep staring at each other so we know it's sexual oh. um, <laughs> but they go and they meet him and Vanessa Hudgens is like how do you sleep and this was when we get a really a really good sign that Sir Cole is very intelligent because he understands that blue light fucks with your sleep pattern and that Netflix is addictive because he says he didn't sleep very well because the merrymaking box kept him awake. Uh, oh, the merrymaking box is a television? Yes. <gasps> this whole time they've been plugging television as the thing that makes you happy? The thing that makes you merry, the merrymaking box. <laughs> and Rob Lowe is the one who makes us truly merry. Oh, that's true. That's true. This is when I made the observation, he wouldn't have good teeth, is my note. <laughs> it's true. And all these old-timey things, they would have terrible teeth. He would also smell real bad. Yep. And he wouldn't have oh, wanted yeah. to shower. People didn't like bathing back in the day. They thought that it was dangerous for you. And it was, because water was full of germs Parasites. and things. So he's hot and stinky. <laughs> he's hot and smelly. <laughs> <laughs> But very quick to adapt to his new surroundings because he asks Vanessa Hudgens, what do you think of these awesome threads? They're straight fire. So clearly he watched more than Rob Lowe because Rob Lowe never taught him that. (laughs) Rob Lowe would never say straight fire. No. But then Vanessa Hudgens is like, where's Alexa? And he says, I could not make her stop, so banish her to the night air, which means he put her in the freezer, which is honestly relatable. (laughs) But I don't like something, I put it in the freezer. Yeah. But then he still says, modern technology is lit af. Oh, gross. Yeah. And then they spend the whole day watching Netflix. And that is day 20, that is day 19 <laughs> in this movie, where he's really got to find his quest. And uh, instead of really looking they for his quest, TV. he spends the whole day watching Netflix. He does have a dream during that. Okay. Yeah, he, uh, he falls asleep watching Netflix. And he, in his dream, he's looking for his his horse Sherwood and he's wandering around and then he remembers the crone being like ah you gotta finish by Christmas and then she says open your eyes and you'll find your crest right in front of you bear in mind he's sleeping next to Vanessa Hudgens at this very moment foreshadowing open your heart you need to open your heart to find your quest now here's my thing is was this guy's heart ever closed? He seems to be pretty open-minded and pretty chill already, but apparently he's got a closed-off heart. So maybe it's because he's I a mean, widow. We don't know. Yeah, he does have a dead wife. <laughs> anyway, it's December 20th, and they're decorating the house. And Vanessa Hudgens is like, oh, don't open that box. That's my dead mom's Christmas decorations. Oh, my, my God. My dad died, too. <gasps> Which makes her an orphan! Hey! Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Cole talks about how he hasn't seen his parents since he went to be a squire in order to be a knight. Uh, you, fact checking you here, Cole. You become a page first, then you become a choir. Fuck you, Cole. I did my research. 
clearly the creators of A Night Before Christmas did not have the time to do the Google, unlike you, who had exactly two minutes after watching the movie to Google. <laughs> yeah, to Google all the things. I was like, hmm. 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 Um, and then she talks about how her mom used to make her a little Christmas tree ornament every year and hasn't done it since she died. Foreshadowing. And then... She talks about, like, oh, how can you really believe you're a knight? Wouldn't you then be much more freaked out about everything that's going on here? <laughs> and then he says, the sun rises every morning and the moon dies only to be more, only to be reborn every month. So they've got something, right, that people didn't really understand how science worked back in the day. And basically his excuse for not being more freaked out is that he's like, I don't have to understand everything. <laughs> Some shit just happened. I wish yeah. I had that mindset. This night goes to therapy. That's great. Yeah. Um, and then she's like, okay, Circle. And then he allows her to call him Cole, which we don't so know cool. if it's because he's like, oh, you're sweet and I kind of fancy you, so you can call me Cole, or if he's sick of being called Circle. <laughs> That's not my name. Just call. <laughs> Just call me Cole. <laughs> Fuck you, Vanessa. God. <laughs> Um, so then they go and they chop down a Christmas tree because he's a real man and he needs to prove that he's a real knight and can handle an axe. And then he talks about how back in his time, uh, Christmas was a really big deal and he loved Christmas, which is true. Christmas was a big deal back in the day. They would have a big feast and it lasted 12 days and that's where you get the 12 days of Christmas. And back in the medieval period, Christmas was a big deal. But then he says yeah. his parents would give him an orange and a halfpenny. Which is a bold-faced lie, because oranges did not become available in England until the 16th century. So, you're a couple oh, of centuries early there. Suck on that night before Christmas. Mm. But bitch does some Googling. They came from Portugal. Not Norwich, bitch. Not Norwich. <laughs> um, again, Baby V looks really stoned in this scene. And we get the expression, your dalliance with the douche, which is a really good expression in all honesty. Your dalliance with the douche? Uh-huh. He's asking about her ex. Ah, I was very confused. He asks about her dalliance with the douche, which is very good. Bear in mind, she still thinks that he's got amnesia and she straight up mm -hmm. still lets him drive her car. Cool. He's like, can Safe. I borrow your horse? And she's like, you got amnesia? You remember how to drive? And he's like, Sure. I know how to ride a horse. And she's like, you can drive my car then. She could have let him kill so Super many safe. people. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he does the old crone thing again where he goes up to an old woman and is like, old crone. And it's another woman, not the old crone from before, because it's funny when you do it twice. Ageist. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And then he talks to Santa for a while. And Santa says, it's the joy of Christmas that, that sustains us throughout the year. Failure only happens when you give up. Basically being like, Still do your quest and stop calling my wife an old crone. And then he says, thank you, Father Christmas. Father Christmas didn't exist. So Nicholas did, oh. Father Christmas didn't. Anyway, and here comes the note where I've said, wouldn't he be way more sexist? Yep. <laughs> um, and also racist. Mm -hmm. Everything is. Yeah, well, how's the diversity looking in a, a Night Before Christmas? Oh, there's two black people. And then Vanessa Hudgens is Latina. Uh, one is a husband and one is the police chief. They're like sheriff. I mean, they're not main characters. No. Um, the police chief that here appears a good Netflix. few times, but okay. he's not a main character. Anyway, it's December 21st and some he, he bonds with the with the neat with the with the with the small child that is related yep. to Vanessa Hudgens. What is she? Her niece. That's it. And it's time <laughs> to decorate the Christmas tree. And they're looking at the Christmas ornaments and um, the mom says to her little girl, your grandma and grandpa picked this up on their trip to Aldovia, which is the land that the Christmas prince is set in. It is the country from the Christmas prince. Oh my God. The universe is Wait, expanding. In, in a Christmas prince, do they watch a Christmas movie? I think in one of them, they watch Netflix for sure. And they watch Christmas movies. Okay. Because if in a Christmas like, prince, they watch... A night before Christmas, that would be incredible. But We're okay, have they're to still part of the same universe. Hold off and wait, figure this wait, stuff out for wait. Christmas next year. What? Oh my God, wait. So I feel like the like aliens meme. Um, <laughs> so, or like the it's always sunny meme where he's pointing at the wall with all the red string and everything. Like that. Anyway, <laughs> that is my life with the Vanessa Hudgens movies. So. A Christmas, uh, a night before Christmas is in the same universe as a Christmas prince. 
mm-hmm. a Christmas prince, those people were at the coronation of mm-hmm. a princess switch too, which means mm-hmm. they're all in the same universe, which means there's not one, not two, <laughs> not three, but four Vanessa Hudgens lookalikes in this <laughs> universe. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. The snake just keeps eating itself. <laughs> This is so good. I like to think there's a parallel universe where it's just like half of the population is it's Vanessa Hudgens. They keep switching with each other. And every day is Christmas. Every, every day month is, Christmas. is December. Because we gotta have some And they're all super chill with time travel. <laughs> because yeah, at this time point, travel exists in all of these universes too. That that means that if they're all yeah. connected, time travel exists in every single one. That means that somebody can time travel into the Princess Switch switched again. So maybe in Princess Switch 3, they're gonna get like <gasps> one of their ancestors from way past who will explain why they all look the exact same. Who is also played by Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> it's also Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> like Victorian Vanessa Hudgens is gonna appear. Oh my god. Okay, that was a good little wormhole. <laughs> anyway, continue. Um, well, basically, Vanessa Hudgens, who is wearing some dope pants in this scene, according to my notes, is starting to believe that maybe Cole is who he says he is. Hmm. And then it's December 22nd, and Cole is fighting some oh, Christmas God. ornaments. And Vanessa Hudgens' neighbor comes to help clean up the shattered Christmas ornaments. And Vanessa Hudgens seems really pissed. And I don't know why she hates her neighbor. It's not really explained. But she keeps giving her really snarry looks. And then the neighbor walks away. And Cole says, Toodle Pip, which did not become a popular term until the 1920s. So, fuck you, Cole. Toodle Pip is not a thing. And then they go inside. And Cole's like, why did you not like that lady? And Vanessa Hudgens says, she no lady, which is grammatically incorrect. And then says, in high school, she was voted biggest flirt. So? So she's slut shaming her. Yeah. (laughs) The fuck, baby V? What the fuck? Yeah. Really weird. She no lady. She, in high school, she was voted biggest flirt. Well, what were you voted, Vanessa Hudgens? Yeah. Biggest slut shamer? Biggest person who looks like other people in the school because apparently everybody's (laughs) most likely to look like other Vanessa Hudgenses. (laughs) If I was judged by my neighbors based off how flirty I was in high school, I'd be having a bad time. Yeah. So then we get two scenes kind of happening at the same time. Vanessa Hudgens Mm -hmm. and Cole have gone to the supermarket and the poor kids are back and they're playing with Baby V's rich niece who learns that some people aren't rich enough to afford multiple pairs of gloves. And so she gives one pair of her gloves to the poor little kid who is her friend. That's a lesson you need to learn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's the moral of this story. Then there's a really weird scene where the poor kid's dad, David, is being like super praised for volunteering to help out decorate things for the Christmas feast because they're like, oh, your wife's dead and you're poor. Thanks for volunteering. It's really big of you. It's really weird and uncomfortable. So we have two widows and an orphan in this movie. Correct. Two widows and two orphans because she's got a sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they're at the supermarket and Baby V learns a lesson about consumerism and how supermarkets in America and the West in general are severely overstocked and wasteful. And That's then true. Cole jumps in the spirit of consumerism buys a shitload of hot chocolate. Even though Baby V is like, we only need one, he buys eight. Great. But he also learns that Quantity does not equal quality because he tries, he samples all the bread rolls and he basically is like, these are shit. I'm going to bake my own. And so he is a a baker. Oh, wow. We got another one. Hey, he baking. Um, Meanwhile, our kids have been allowed to go out and play in a snowstorm. That can't go wrong. Meanwhile, Vanessa Hudgens and Cole are baking together. And Cute. We, they're baking Yuletide bean bread. What's Yuletide bean bread? Well, they've kind of stolen a trope that people used to put things in English puddings. Um, and sometimes, yes, in bread. But it would usually be a coin or something like that that you could bite on. And whoever won okay. that, like, it was like a prize that you would find in the cake or the bread or the pudding. Um, huh. But in this case, it's it's a bean in some bread. And he says, legend has it, the one who finds the bean is crowned king or queen of the feast and gets to make a wish. I don't know why it's legend if it's something you've done every Christmas, Cole. Like most modern legends are like based off his time period. Mm. 
Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I don't think it's a legend if you've experienced it. But anyway, they have some flanterous kneading of the bread. They knead the bread and it's very <laughs> flanterous. And then, shock and horror, the kids have gotten lost. Classic kids. Oh, no. Lost in a snowstorm. Ugh. But don't worry, because Cole's a knight and he can hunt the kids using his tracking knowledge. He's gonna hunt the children? He's hunting the children. <laughs> hunting them down. And it was clearly very sunny when they shot this, and midday, because you can see shadows on the ground, um, uh, and like sun and things, but they've clearly just kind of made it look blue. They've used like a blue filter to make it look like night. And classic filmmaking, yes. Snow on the front, you know. None of them are getting covered in the snow, so mm-hmm. there probably wasn't a snow machine on set, and they've just again put a little filter. <laughs> they spent all their budgets on a second guest house and some fairy lights, so exactly. couldn't yeah, they the needed to cut corner somewhere. Um, yeah, but the kids are at the lake. Oh God, no, not the lake! One of them is just sitting in the snow, just chill, chilling. But Claire, the rich girl, is standing in the lake and she looks like some kind of terrifying zombie kid. But don't worry, Cole's going to save him. And in fairness to Cole, I've given the note, Cole is good with kids, though. Gotta give it to him. Because he is good with kids. You know, he gets this little girl to not die by crawling on her belly. Meanwhile, Baby V's in the background really half-heartedly hugging this other kid. She seems really not to be invested in this other kid who almost froze to death. Um, I don't care about this poor child. I have a guest house. (laughs) I have a guest house and some weed. (laughs) What do I need for you? Imagine if this was like, she got so stoned that she just imagined this night. This is just like, oh my god. Big old stoned dream. Giant hallucination. Yeah. Um, but then they're talking, They they we cut back to home and everybody's fine and everybody's super chill that these kids almost died. And the policeman cool. is like, hey, good job, Cole. You did good policing out there. And he says, Cole says, my duty is similar to yours, to protect and serve. So I guess Cole is really like, hop the police. Cole really is into, mm. into the police. Mm. And then Baby V and the police officer have a chat where he's like you know do you think it's fair to let him keep thinking that he's a knight to buy into these delusions you know if he has no memory is, is it okay to keep saying this to him because i don't know if it's going to help him get his memory back and vanessa hudgens mm-hmm. is like well it seems to have helped today because he knew yeah, how to save the kids. saved your child <laughs> mm-hmm and then later, then we really quickly cut again because we always cut really quickly in this movie to the kitchen. And we're in the kitchen and Baby V and him are talking about his quest because we're back thinking about his quest. And she's like, you did it. Mm-hmm. You saved the kids. You did your quest. And he's like, don't think that's what my quest was though because the old crone in my dream kept talking about my heart. And my heart wasn't in saving those kids. My heart was elsewhere. <laughs> I really didn't care about saving those kids. <laughs> and then you're like, oh my God, are they going to shift? No, some dude walks in. Who is this dude? We've not been. A, we, nobody it? knows. It's her brother-in-law, oh. but they like don't explain that at all. Really, we're just like, oh, okay, okay, we get it eventually. But yeah, brother-in-law, and he's like, oh, Christmas Eve is tomorrow. Now here's my question: Where was the sign that said the twenty-third of December? I've been very diligently jotting down the little notes that said nineteenth of December, twenty-second of December. Where was the sign that told me it was the twenty-third of December? Did I miss it? Or is it not there? Will I go back and check? No. I think to, we'll knock it up to time travel and we're fine. Yeah. Um. So then Cole talks about romance and how things seem to be easier in the days of yore. When were the days of yore? And did people know they were in them? Is my question <laughs> to the world. In my notes. Are we in the days of yore if you talk about the future? <laughs> Who knows? What counts as yore? I feel like the internet will know this. I've got Jan- 13th of January, 1796. I said that I got to. So things were not easier in the days of yore. Still still much later than 1334. Yeah. Oh, it's a play. Oh, it's a play. <laughs> yeah, but if that's the first like time that that was referenced, then... It's set in the Anglo-Saxon era. Of course things were easier in the days of yore. Europe 
straight white man night. I feel like yeah. maybe for other people, things are not easier in the days mm. of yore. Mm, I would agree with that. But anyway, it doesn't matter because we've got another mini quest. Ooh, there's a pickpocket and he chases down the pickpocket, but the kid is really not fun running fast. So it's very easy for him to like chase this Aww. kid. He knocks this poor teenage boy to the ground. And is like, I'm going to cut off your hands because you stole. Holy shit. Like, oh no, my God. Cut off my hands. Oh my God. And he's like, I'm going to cut off the hands. And if we don't cut off your hands, you're going to get hung. And he's like, oh God. Oh my God. And then the policeman this is like, again, you did a really child. good job arresting this kid. Oh my god. This is like, this is some bad police propaganda. <laughs> I'm not here for this. This is a lot. Yeah. Um, and then, despite the fact that we've been trying to figure out what his quest is the whole time, and he's been here for almost five days, this is yeah. the moment where Carl says, I don't know, I'm beginning to wonder what I'm doing here. <laughs> five days in. He's just been chilling before that. Watching yeah. Netflix, saving kids' lives, you know, threatening to stop yeah. their hands. Quirky. <laughs> Relatable. And then Vanessa Hudgens says, I believe in you, Cole. And he says, never have four words managed to wrap my my weary heart in a warm blanket. And then um, Jake pointed out, I believe in you, Cole. That's five words. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's December 24th. <laughs> Christmas Eve, and we're surrounded by a fuck ton of bread. There's bread everywhere. Every surface has bread. Cole's been uh, busy. The dream. A fuck ton of bread. It was pretty dreamy. Um, and then Vanessa Hudgens' sister arrives with a like big bottle of hot chocolate to show her appreciation to Cole for saving her kid. Cause that's enough. <laughs> you no? saved my child's life. Here's some some liquid. Here's a hot chocolate. And then it's uh, it's time for the Christmas Eve feast. The Christmas feast, what we've been preparing for. The big party, the shindig, the ball. Vanessa Hudgens walks downstairs. Is it downstairs. a ball? Uh, kind of, yeah. Vanessa Hudgens oh. walks downstairs in like, a big, beautiful dress. And he Cute. stares at her and he's like, you look beautiful, my lady. And she says, and you too, my knight in shining cashmere wool blend. <laughs> That's a good line. I like that one. That one can stay. <laughs> And then she gives him an orange, and he's really touched by it, but he shouldn't be, because he shouldn't recognize it, because oranges weren't introduced in until the 16th century. But he's, like, really touched, and it makes him real horny that Vanessa Hudgens got him an orange, which is what his parents <laughs> used to get him. Ah, this reminds me of my parents. God, I'm so turned on. <laughs> God, I want to shift you right now, but I can't, because the phone's rung. We've got to go to the Christmas oh, no. party. And we're at the Christmas party, and there's this kid in the background that all throughout the Christmas party keeps giving Vanessa Hudgens really dirty looks. <laughs> like, he's really, the kid that she really... stole the weed off of. <laughs> maybe. But it's like this little, I'm going to say he's between four and six. Maybe he's five. Cute. Very cute. And he's glaring at Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> I love a scowly baby. Time. A baby that just looks pissed off all the time. Top tier yeah. baby. Yeah, like, he's old enough that you can ask him, what are you angry at? And he'd be like, I don't like her because X, Y, Z. Like, this kid... Vanessa Hudgens. With Vanessa Hudgens. Don't we all? <gasps> maybe, maybe, maybe he has beef with someone that looks like Vanessa Hudgens. Someone else in this <laughs> universe. possibility. <laughs> um, and so all of, the, uh, all of the little poor kids are looking under the Christmas tree and they're like, wow, so many presents. Oh, it'd be nice if we had some wow. presents. And then the dad is like, what's the best thing under any Christmas tree? And they all go, love. I beg to differ. <gasps> the best thing under a Christmas tree is a French bulldog. Because French bulldogs love to go under Christmas trees. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. I raise you two French bulldogs. It's a lot of farting and snorting. Christmas farting and Christmas snorting. Christmas farting and Christmas snorting. Now, somewhere along the way, I forgot to write it down, but Cole has decided that his true... Christmas quest is to help out this poor family and somehow Carl has arranged for all of these kids to get presents and for um, the dad to get like a big wadge of cash and I was thinking I was like how the fuck does he have the money to do this and then I realized in fairness given inflation this guy is probably stupid rich because he was already noble enough to be a knight he's probably just hanging around with like pockets full of straight solid gold yeah but you damn know, 
And then he's taking, he's uh, dressed in all his night regalia again, and he's taking photos with the kids because mm-hmm. he's he's good with kids and he knows how to have fun. Cute. And then all of a sudden, Baby B's flirty little neighbor turns up with mistletoe, and she's like, "I want a photo. This is mistletoe. Legend has it that if you don't shift someone under it, it's a curse." And then Legend. she notices that he's looking at Baby B, and she clearly, like, very quickly, immediately is like, "I think you should use this with somebody else." So clearly, she's a good dude, and Baby B has beef for no reason sit down baby b calm your little baby b tits hello no baby b shut up and so then suddenly it's the end of the party because it's always sudden and uh sir cole does that little like matrix thing to baby b you know the beckon the matrix beckon um no. <laughs> <laughs> i'm picturing like, him like with your slow fingers. motion dodging bullets <laughs> no the little like come at me like little come here oh yeah <laughs> Yes, I do know. Like the matrix. I just don't immediately associate that with the matrix. <laughs> My favorite Christmas movie, The Matrix. The Matrix. So he matrixes her over. And Cute. She goes over and she says, You summoned me, sire. Which means, oh, yeah. let's kinky. be honest. If, yeah, if these two hook up, it's going to be kinky. And then Mistress, Mrs. Old Crone Lady turns up again and she's watching them. She's just hanging around, watching, waiting for them to shift. Mm-hmm. And then they do shift, which, bearing in mind, she still thinks that he has amnesia. Is it okay for her to shift him? Is that... Is this... Yeah, is this... Can someone who has, like, memory damage consent... Well, I guess he, if he has, like, enough short-term memory that he's, like, conscious of, like, the world around him, then I guess... But for all he knows, for all she knows, maybe his wife isn't dead and he's not a widow and she just shifted True. him. But anyway... True. They shift, and then his magical medallion starts glowing, and immediately Baby V is like, oh, super chill. <laughs> Your medallion is glowing. <laughs> cool. Again, fuck. <laughs> and then he's like, quick, we better go back to the fair, and she's also still like, yep, cool, gotta go back to the fair. Um, Why? Don't know, she's just really cool with the idea of magic now, despite the fact that okay. she's been a realist all this time. I guess Christmas has really changed cool. her. Um, Though, I guess, if you talk about, if you were, we're thinking about a Christmas uh, um, a princess switch too. One of the baby V's has superpowers, so this is a universe That's where true. superpowers are possible. Maybe she's witnessed other true. people with superpowers. It could be. It really could. But then, so like they run off. They run out of frame to go back to the mm-hmm. fair, and there's just a really long shot of the old crone woman standing in like the top right hand corner watching them leave but it lasts a really long time where it's just her she's important it said somewhere under contact track that she needed a certain amount of screen time so they gotta (laughs) squeeze it in um and then they're back at the fair where he first arrived in america and 2019 and baby v is like super on board with the idea that he is a time traveler and that he does it with his magical glowing amulet Mm-hmm. And he kneels down and he kisses her hand and he's like, see ya, bitch. And she's like, okay, bye, miss ya. And then it's really obvious <laughs> where they had the smoke machine because the smoke so clearly comes from the bottom left-hand corner. Or, as Jake pointed out, maybe it was with someone vaping. <laughs> they could afford one smoke machine and no snow machines in a winter movie. Yeah. Um, but you know they got their priorities straight anyway then baby v is very sad because her boyfriend teleported back in time and she's walking through the streets and the little girl from the start of the movie runs up to her and she's like hey little girl uh she's like hey miss winters i really like the speech you gave me on not settling for love and like building my own career so i'm gonna focus on my goals and baby v goes don't focus on your goals i lied to you before true love is real oh my god yeah whiplash for this poor 13 year old i know and she's like oh okay also why are these mutually exclusive i don't know (laughs) it's really not a good message you can have one or the other yeah it's like um i'm gonna not believe in love and i'm gonna focus on my goals no you have to give up your goals because love is real (laughs) yeah Yep, yep, yep. Anyway, she walks around the house and she's really sad and she finds his gauntlet. You always hate it when Aww. someone leaves their gauntlet behind and you just oh, reminisce the with worst. the gauntlet. <laughs> and she's eating some bread and she finds the bean and she cries. <laughs> she finds the bean. Finds the bean. <laughs> the Yuletide bean. And she makes a little wish and she says, I wish Cole was still here. And then she goes to the Christmas tree and he's made her a really shitty Christmas tree decoration. And it looks like a pork pie and it makes her cry. And then it's December 25th and we're back in Norwich. 
Hey, sweet. <laughs> yeah. And this is the moment. We're like 15 minutes away from the end of the movie when they suddenly change the pronunciation of the horse's name. And now it's Sherwin, not Sherwood. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Got it. Yeah. Cool. Now they're very clearly saying Sherwin. So I don't know if I was just mishearing hmm. it before or if they changed the horse's name halfway through the movie. Or if canonically in all Baby V movies, we just can't really understand everyone. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And then he has a really cool chat with his brother. And his brother's like, oh, we thought you got lost in the snow and died of exposure. And he's like, ah, no, I got magicked away and I found my lady Brooke. And I became a true knight. And his brother goes, ah, and are you a true knight? And he goes, I am. And his brother goes, huzzah! <laughs> You have to go through some ceremony, but all I had to do was kiss some sad lady. Yeah, and that's how I became a true knight. I've been a knight for six years, but I only became a true knight when I shifted baby boo. Uh, nice. And then he's like, I was a fool to have left her. But technically, you didn't leave her. You got magically teleported back to the future. Yeah. You couldn't do anything about it. So, like, it was the okay. old crow. <laughs> But anyway, his brother's like, oh, chill then. You better get back to the future. You better go and like get that girl. We got to get back to the future. Morty. Um, is, his, is his brother, does his brother happen to be a mad scientist? I mean, <laughs> that would be I, great. I'm imagining that through this ancestral line, we get to Doc <gasps> Eventually, Brown. Eventually, he's Doc. Oh, that'd be sweet. But anyway, his brother's like, go, do it. Find the girl. So he runs through the snow Cute. and he finds the old crone. He's like, send me back. And she's like, cool. Yep. <laughs> Which begs the question, <laughs> Chill. why did you have him teleport back in time again if you were just going to send him to the future? I don't know. But also, why are you okay with being referred to as old crone? Yeah. Also, why were you like, hey, some nice man. I'm going to tell him that his quest is to kiss a lady and then take him away from her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And send him anyway. back immediately when he asks. Yeah. Well, as soon as he shifts her, back he goes. And then if he comes yeah. and he just asks me nicely, I'll use my magic and send him to the future again. I'm going to tell this man that his, like, in order to be a true knight, he has to make out with sad, vulnerable women. <laughs> Cute. Who miss their parents at Christmas times because they're orphans. Yeah, uh. that's true. Take advantage of sad orphans. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's, uh, it's the 25th of December and it's 2019. Um, the little rich girl comes downstairs and finds a puppy in her stocking. Aww. They put a motherfucking puppy in a big sock. That's not okay. What if it was a comfy sock? It wasn't a comfy sock. I could tell. Could it be a cozy sock? No, it wasn't a cozy sock. They were being mean to the puppy. I could tell. But anyway, all Aww. the parents, both parents were like, did you give her a puppy? No. Did you give her a puppy? No. And then the little kid goes... Yes, there is a meaning to all this. Christmas magic explains it all. And they're like, ah, oh, okay. And then Brooke comes in and they're like, Baby V, did you give her a puppy? And Baby V's like, no. And then the brother-in-law comes in and goes, Brooke. His <laughs> 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 favorite <laughs> the movie. He's been dipping into some of V Hudge's stash, apparently. Brooke. Brooke. It's like a true frat boy. It's my favorite line in the movie. And they all go back to the Christmas market again because they had that set built and they just wanted to make sure they really used it. Yeah, of course. Um, And they're talking about the puppy and the dad is like, let's call the puppy Miracle because that's what he is. And then little rich girl Claire is like, I'm going to call him Knight. And the whole time they were talking about this poor dog, I was like, he's shivering. Get that dog a coat. Poor dog. And then all of a sudden, once she says, I'm going to call my dog Knight, she's like, oh yeah, where's Cole? And Vanessa Hudgens is like, oh, he went away on business. He went away for work. He has amnesia, but he has a job. And then the dad's like, oh, you know how I go away on business? And then she's like, oh, well then he'll come back because you always come back when you go away on business. He's coming back, right? And then Baby Bear says, I don't know, Claire Bear, and looks like she wants to punch this child. <laughs> right? He says that, and right as she has these violent urges towards this child who's supposed to be her niece, Cole is there with his horse, Irwin Furwood. And they shift, and they begin a relationship, and he's like, I'm going to stay in 2019, and I'm going to be either a police officer or a baker. Haven't decided yet. Here's my horse. Want to ride? And so they literally ride off on a horse. <laughs> And they're going through this town and everyone's like, wow, look at the Christmas lovers. Oh, you guys are so beautiful. And literally it's just them riding through this town. And they've added in like quietly 
all this audio of people being like, you guys are beautiful. What a lovely couple. Wow, you guys are great. How magical. And then the movie's over. At which point Jake went, oh, she gets coal for Christmas. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I like that one. That was a good one. It was stupid, but it was good. It's real stupid. It's not as good, in my opinion, as the Princess Switch switched again, because we've only got one Vanessa Hudgens, whereas in that one we've got three Vanessa Hudgenses. So... True. But it's got time travel. It's got a, a Yuletide bean. <laughs> what more mm-hmm. could you want? It's got an ac- I think maybe it's just the inaccuracies over oranges that really... That's fair. Historical inaccuracies are, are rampant through this movie. Speaking of historical inaccuracies, would you like to create a historically inaccurate Christmas movie with me? I would love to create a historically inaccurate Christmas movie with you. You go first. Okay. Uh, Once upon a Christmas, a Christmas bean sat lonely and gray. (laughs) The Christmas potato saw this sad bean and was like, hey, little bean. You should get in the Christmas spirit and turn green like the rest of the beans. Yes, this is this is an analogy for race. A Hanukkah latka came up and said, oh, hey, potato. Hey, Christmas potato. I'm similar to you, but we don't all have to be the same. Aw. Um, and the bean was so touched by this act of kindness that it grew legs. <laughs> And did a little dance of merriment and wonder. (laughs) (laughs) And then the puppy that was left in the stocking at the end of A Night Before Christmas jumped out of the stocking and was hungry because it had neglectful owners that rode off into the sunset and it ate the little bean, the little latka, and the little potato and had a yummy time. Oh no. I don't know how to continue from this point of murder. Um, uh, Inside the puppy's tummy, the Christmas bean, the Christmas potato, and the Hanukkah latka looked around. It was pretty weird in there. (laughs) But they thought, you know what? We can have a festive holiday after all. So they strung up some little Christmas lights that the dog had also swallowed because new puppies will eat anything inside the dog's tummy. And they had a festive Hanukkah Christmas celebration in some intestines. (laughs) The end. Because the moral of the story is it doesn't matter where you are or who you with. No, wait, it doesn't matter where you are, it's who you with that matters. The moral of the story is, it doesn't matter what religion, what color of your bean skin, um, what your attitude is, we can all be swallowed by puppies. (laughs) We can all be eaten alive at any moment. And it's called, I don't want a puppy for Christmas. (laughs) It's called, a puppy's not just for Christmas. It's called responsible pet ownership. It's festive. (laughs) Wow, that was a horrifying time. I didn't expect Hmm. it to take that turn, but I'm glad it did. (laughs) That's that's how it happens, you know? Um, We pre-recorded our final episode for this Christmas season, and I realized we forgot to say thank you to people who listened. Oh, yeah. But yeah, thanks to everybody who has given us a shot and listened to us chat shit at each other for about an yeah. hour. Yeah, thank you for putting up with our yelling and mm. sadness. And like shitty, shitty audio. And uh, my dog barking in the background and the general sweat that comes from the both of us <laughs> when we're frustrated with the other. And the hope that you haven't heard too much about Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> we'll have a good hiatus before the next Vanessa Hudgens movie, but I'm sure she'll be back. I want to talk about Journey to the Center. No, Journey to the Mysterious Island. That's got Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Baby V, and Josh Hutcherson. Oh my god. Well, stay tuned. 2021, you get more Baby V content. But for now, that's all the Baby V movies that are on Netflix on our Christmas theme. So we will see you uh, on our very special Christmas episode. Um, and until then, have a Yuletide bean. Don't get eaten by a puppy. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye, Mom. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. Bye. Thanks, Mom. Bye, Catherine. Bye, Miranda. Bye. Bye. Bye.